Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone. I've missed you guys so much. I've been on a hiatus, and I'm fully aware of the hiatus that I've been on, and super sorry about that. Let me let me explain. Uh, I went on um, a little bit of a hiatus, as one does, um, again, when Allie moves again uh, in December towards the end of the year, uh, but this was a happy move. And I'm currently recording in my new recording space in my new apartment, and I'm so happy to be in this space. I took a hiatus because um, there was a lot of moving (laughs) going on and just, you know, when you move, it's a big shift in your life, uh, whether it's a good, exciting move or a move that you were not expecting, it still takes a toll. And so um, I took a little bit of a hiatus to really just connect back and realign with myself. also teaching became most of my responsibility uh, as the end of the marking period so i really honed in and focused on my teaching responsibilities along with moving uh, but here i am there was also some equipment issues where my laptop you know finally said bye bye so i had to get some new equipment here but here i am I super excited to be back and talk with you guys. I'm really pumped too about this new space. Um, the growth mindset guy named for some Christmas presents. He got me a mic stand that like attaches to my desk. So I feel like a, like a professional podcaster where like the mic's like elevated and it's hanging on like the little crank thing. So I feel like I'm doing a, a like an official professional podcast or, you know, I'm on like a radio talk show. It's I mean, if the neighbors could see, because I have a window right in front of me, my hands are going everywhere, and I just feel like I am just hosting, you know, a radio show. So here we are. So excited for the new equipment that is here. And thank you guys so much for your patience. I know I've also been not on social media in the slightest. Um, very rare. Um, but I wanted to take some time, along with just being busy with teaching, I also want to take time just to like be present and be with myself while I'm also realigning what do I want this podcast to be like? What I what do I want this podcast to focus on? And where do I want potentially my life coaching business to go, the Instagram to go? So I kind of did a little bit of a quick hiatus just to kind of realign and reconfigurate and be more intentional in what I'm doing. So thank you for your patience. I appreciate it. And thank you guys so much still for the support, even though I just disappeared. (laughs) And I've been receiving, I received a DM a couple days ago and it was just so sweet that um, one of the listeners, reached out to me and was sharing how much the podcast has helped them in their own life changing goals and their mindset journey and everything like that. And thank you so much for sharing that with me. Always DM me, you guys. Like I would love to hear how this podcast has been helping you grow and supporting you through uh, tough life decisions, uh, tough life seasons and things like that. And it's actually kind of funny that now I'm just sitting here in my new apartment and I was thinking about you know, where I was a year ago. And last year during this time, if you guys have known, uh, when I moved to uh, Franklin Square and it was a move that we were not expecting, we were kind of forced to do it. And I was really, unfortunately, unhappy during that time. And so life's just, life's very funny. Um, And everything, uh, geez, everything is just really in hindsight. (laughs) I'm learning. Um, where I look back and it's just crazy where life takes you and the lessons that you learn. And now I'm here in an apartment that I really enjoy with a 
a podcast setup that I am just super loving right now. And I feel good. I feel really nice to be in this space. And I'm really excited for my future and the future of this podcast, future of my career, where life is heading. And it's really important to pause and be grateful for what you went through and the lessons that you learned and also be super excited and intentional to where your life is going. And I, a big lesson that I had to learn within this year, because literally a year ago, last year, I was in the other apartment. I recently moved there. We moved pretty much at the same exact time. And I had to learn that life is going to still throw some crazy curveballs at you. You can do everything right, you guys. This is the biggest lesson. You can do everything right or everything you're quote unquote supposed to do. And life is still going to throw you hard seasons that you were not expecting. And I know in the moment it really, it sucks. And you always wonder like, why is this happening? And it's hard to think in the moment, okay, what am I learning from this? How am I going to grow from this? Again, like I said, everything's in hindsight. But a big lesson to take away is that control like i always say is quite the illusion and you can do you can do everything right that you're supposed to but life is still going to be crazy and that's just that's the human experience is you're going to have really great seasons and you're going to have really tough seasons and you need to thrive and be happy in the good seasons and then you also need to keep faith and trust yourself and believe in yourself in the tough seasons. And you guys, you know, you're stronger than you think. And you really learn how strong you are when you go through those tough seasons. And so as we're gearing towards the end of 2022, I'm so proud of you guys. Whatever accomplishment, whatever mindset step you took, and whatever tough season you found yourself resilient in and learned things and grew from it, I'm so proud of you. And it takes a lot of guts to change your perspective on when life throws you crazy curveballs because it's not easy. What is easy is to be in a hard season and be play the victim mode and not try and find solutions and not trying to find a way to grow and get stuck in the either comfort or complaining sphere or the negative sphere that's an easy thing to do when you're in a tough season a really hard thing to do is feel those emotions that you're feeling because you should feel them and they're valid and then look for the solution or the growth that could come out of it. And let me tell you, you're not going to figure it out right away. And that's okay. You can be mad. You can be upset. You can be sad. You can be grieving. You can be furious and frustrated or exhausted, burnt out. You can be all of those things because that's all a part of the human experience is to be all of those things. And then once you go through that phase, then start to think, okay, what's the next step? How do I keep going? How do I figure this out? That's the true, beautiful strength. And 
if you're starting to learn how to get through that, I'm so proud of you. If you're still struggling to get through that, I'm so proud of you because it really is a process. But once you break through that, that wall, you'll be surprised of where life can take you. So there's my rant. (laughs) This is what happens when I have like a microphone right in my face and it's like at like face level. I'm just like, I'm on a talk show. So thank you guys so, so flipping much for all the beautiful and wonderful support. If you haven't already done so, please go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify. It would mean the world to me. Anytime you like an episode, please share it on your story and tag me in it. I would love to see it. Send me the DMs of how the show has helped you. It means the world to me. Share episodes um, with you that have resonated with you that can help maybe a friend or a family member um, as well because... At the end of the day, I mean, we're all humans and we're all just trying to get through this life together. And that's, that's, I think that's the beauty. And that's why I love doing a podcast so much and also listening to podcasts. You realize that you're not alone, that everyone, at, everyone's going through something. Because when we're going through a tough season, we really unfortunately tend to isolate ourselves and think I'm the only one going through this. But the beauty of humanity, the beauty of being human is that we're all going through something. And because we're all going through something, we can all support each other through that something. You know what I'm saying? Does that sound good? <laughs> Does that sound philosophical to you guys? I hope it did. I'm trying here. Um, but again, from the bottom of my heart, Thank you guys so much for all the love and support. Happy holidays. Um, Enjoy your happy new year. And so let's get into the episode finally today. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire 
and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing. Right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone. And they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress. Because you guys know we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life and talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset you can get 10 percent off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal that's better h-e-l-p.com slash the growth mindset gal that link is going to be in my show notes and If you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy the services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. All right, friends. So we're going to get into the episode today. I've been, hold on, please hold. I had to get the the book out of my backpack. I've been currently reading um, Happy Days by Gabrielle Bernstein, The Guided Path from Trauma to Profound Freedom and Inner Peace. Love Gabby Bernstein. Um, I read her other book, The Universe Has Your Back, a couple of years ago. Um, I just love everything about her. She's also been a guest on multiple podcasts that I listen to as well. And so she was my next choice for a self-development uh, book. I'll, I'll link the book in the show notes. And so I wanted to talk today about self-regulation with stress. That's something, that's a goal of mine, and maybe it could be a goal for you, a nice new intention for the upcoming new year, is how to self-regulate your stress. Because at the end of the day, that's really the key to it all, because life is going to be stressful. It could be less stressful at times, it can be more stressful at times. And so the key, is to learn how to de-stress and self-regulate. So what I wanted to bring to your attention today as I was reading this amazing book, and I will definitely, like I said, link it in the show notes. Um, I saw the self-regulating practice a bunch of times on Instagram. I never really looked too much into it. I was always wondering um, what it was. And so then in Gabby's book, she jumped into it and I learned Um, more about it. And it's all about tapping. So I want to actually get to the page where she talks about it. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Okay. It's called EFT. Okay. And EFT is, let me, I'll, here, let me get from the book. Okay. 
So the goal of EFT is to balance disturbances in your energy field. More than 5,000 years ago, the Chinese identified a series of energy circuits that run through the body, which are called meridians. This concept forms the basis of acupuncture and acupressure healing modalities. EFT combines the cognitive benefits of therapy with the physical benefits of acupuncture to restore your energy and heal your emotions. Okay, so unlike acupuncture, EFT doesn't use needles. Instead, you stimulate certain meridian points um, on the upper body. And when you tap a specific energy meridian found on your face, head, arm, and chest, you can change um, neural, here we go, reading, neural pathways to clear out the emotional disturbances behind addictive habits, phobias, trigger, reactivity, and more. So this is all about tapping. So self-regulating, and this is something I want to try because I noticed when, just for me personally, when I get anxious, um, I notice that um, a thing that I do is I like tap my fingers together, kind of like make it like a claw, like a crab, or like I tap my my like ring finger, my thumb together. It's like a stimulation. And I was like, okay, this kind of starting to work, but I want to dive into it more. And then I was reading this book and I remember the tapping I would see all the time on Instagram of, you know, different people on Instagram making reels about tapping and how it works, EFT. And so, and I believe it stands for, I could be wrong. I know it's emotional freedom, I think, technique. I thought it was emotional freedom tapping when I was first reading. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Hold on. EFT stands for, let me just Google it so I say it right. Hold on. Whoops. I did ETF. That's not it. EFT. We're going live, people. EFT stands for, here we go. Nope, that's not what it means. Hold on, tapping. Let me add that. There we go. Ah, here it is. I was right. Um, <laughs> EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. There we go. Okay. So EFT and tapping. So emotional freedom techniques, which includes tapping. The different parts of your body that you would tap is your eyebrow, the top of your head, side of eye, under nose, under eye, chin, collarbone and your underarm so those are the different uh, meridians of energy in your body so you can either tap your eyebrow the top of your head kind of where your hairline is um, the little crease underneath your nose your chin the side of your eye your under eye then your collarbone and then your underarm so those are the spots where you would do your tapping and so when you're doing the tapping and you're tapping certain parts of your body, you say certain affirmations. So in the book, um, Happy Days, Gabby's talking about tapping to self-regulate the idea of shame. And this kind of coincides with, um, I read the book over the summer a while ago, The Body Keeps the Score, which was a phenomenal book where it's, it's insane how your body holds the energy of whatever trauma you have been through. So for example, I notice a lot of stress and trauma when I'm feeling like that. My hips get very tight and then my right shoulder blade, like where it meets my neck, gets really tight. And I always wonder like why why that is. And when I realized that it's due to stress and trauma that your body's holding on to because your emotions and your thoughts are all energy. 
Like that's what our bodies are. It's all energy, right? So in order to combat that stuck energy or that stuck trauma, especially when it comes to shame and also negative feelings, is doing the EFT tapping. So you have to go through a couple of rounds of it. I'm going to give you the example. Um, You can do this. Again, you can save this episode. I don't know if you're driving. I don't know if you're doing laundry. You're working out, going for a hot girl walk. I don't know what you're doing. You can definitely save um, this episode and replay it when you're in a nice, safe space. If you're like sitting, you're in a room, uh, maybe if you want to be by yourself, maybe in front of a mirror as well, doing EFT tapping to really regulate and de-stress yourself because you're not always going to have, you know, when panic attacks happen, especially in public and things like that, maybe you don't have the tools right in front of you, but you can do this quick tapping out louder to yourself to really ground your body and your mind again. I actually had, um, I, I don't even know why, but the yesterday on the train ride home, I was feeling very anxious and I was having a little bit, I wouldn't say a full-blown panic attack, but definitely an anxiety attack on the train. And I like, you know, when you can't wait to just get get off the train because you just like need to just not be, I get very anxious when I know there's no way of escaping. Like if I get anxious and I'm like, oh, well, there's not a door I could just walk out of. Like I'm on a train, where am I going to go? So I actually started doing the tapping that I learned because I read on the train um, of what Gabby Bernstein said in her book with EFT tapping and it and it really helped a lot. So I'm going to read the different um, prompts to give. Okay. So when you're tapping, and this is for shame specifically, just as this is the example in her book, when you're tapping your eyebrow, nice soft tap. Okay. If you want to relieve shame, okay, these are the steps that you go through. So round one, I'm tapping my eyebrow. You say or you think to yourself, I'm so ashamed of my past side of your eye. I don't want to accept myself. So first you're kind of going through your fears, right? So side of eye, I don't want to accept myself. Under eye, I don't want to look at the past. Under nose, what will I do? How will I handle that? Chin, it's all up to me and I'm feeling overwhelmed. Collarbone, I wish I could calm down. Guys, it's literally like, I'm doing it right now. I'm like, I feel, I feel, it's kind of nuts. Hold on. Okay. Underarm, I'm so ashamed of my past. Top of the head. I want to push this away because I can't stand the thought of facing it. Take a deep breath. (sighs) Round two. Eyebrow. It's scary to face this shame side of your eye, but I've gotten through scary things before under your eye. I know speaking my truth offers me freedom under nose. Maybe I just need to take a break and vent. Chin. Maybe I can get relief from this tapping sensation that I'm doing now. Collarbone. I know I'm not alone in my suffering. Underarm. I know I can calm down eventually and welcome that shift. 
top of the head. I honor my experience and accept myself, my situation completely. Take a deep breath. Eyebrow. Calm, confident, and relaxed. Side of my eye. I choose to know that I'm not alone. Under eye. I choose to be accepting of myself, my past, and my present. Under nose. I choose to be calm, confident, and relaxed. Collarbone. Calm, calming down now, relaxing my body. Collarbone again. It feels good to take a break and feel calm. Underarm. I am compassionate towards myself. Top of head. I accept myself and my situation completely, and I love myself. I am safe. Take a deep breath. So those are three rounds, and you can keep repeating that. So when you do EFT tapping, you could start with maybe saying your fears, okay? And then next round, the solutions round after that, the confidence and the good that you want to feel. Gabby then um, says, tapping is intended to bring you relief and help you process unresolved emotions, okay? So that is the different affirmations that she says while she's doing her EFT. So you sit down in a nice spot. You have your eyebrow, your side eye, your under eye, your under your nose, your chin, your underarms, your collarbone, top of your head. And you, you know, even with EFT tapping, it could really just be affirmations that you just want to calm yourself down. You know, if you're sitting somewhere and you feel overwhelmed with emotions, you could just sit take a deep breath into yourself. You know, if you want to tap your eyebrow, maybe the top of your head, even your collarbone, and just think to yourself, I am safe. I am okay. Everything's fine. You could say, these are just my thoughts. It is not real. I am okay. I am safe. You have to um, talk yourself down. And you know, I used to talk myself down, but not do any um, like physical, like tapping or anything or stimulation to like help me believe in that. And it didn't really help. <laughs> and so now with the tapping, you're making contact with yourself and you're stimulating yourself. And so it helps your body ground itself because when you have an anxiety attack, it feels kind of like, um, like for me at least, like an outer body experience, like your body is like there, but your mind is like just like climbing out, 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 leaving your body and swirling into like, I always envision it as like a, like a tornado or a hurricane, like above your head. And like, that's where your mind is going. It's getting sucked out of your body. And so the EFT tapping recently has helped me bring the thoughts in myself, my brain, my emotions, everything back down to my body and realizing that, you know, I am safe. It's just my thoughts getting carried away with me. Everything is okay. And coming back to myself. And I think it's crucial the affirmations she said about shame. Um, that can be used with anything you're feeling beyond shame, any other negative emotion that you're feeling, um, whether it can be anxiety, whether it is shame, whether it's, you know, um, not feeling enough, whether feeling like a failure. And it's 
like I said before, it's okay to feel those things. It's, it's a part of the human experience. And we all go through it. And everyone's always like, oh, you know, how can I be confident and believe in myself and have this confidence? And confidence is a skill and believing in yourself is a skill. And you know, calming yourself down when you don't believe in yourself or you are fearful is a skill. And so everyone maybe thinks they're not worthy when they think they don't have like, you know, high self-esteem, they have low self-esteem and um, they're indecisive or they're just not sure. And that's, that's okay because confidence and being decisive and knowing who you are, that's all a learned skill in a process. And that's why it's important to take time to self-regulate and de-stress yourself to figure out those things about yourself, to become more decisive, become more confident, be aligned and knowing what you want and knowing the person you are. Guys, you can't figure that out if you're stressed and burned out and exhausted all the time. It, it can't happen. So doing the EFT tapping has really helped me ground me in my thoughts and bring myself back to what's real. Is this a story I'm telling myself? Or is this reality? Am I working myself up to an unbeknownst fear that's not even going to happen? Because that's 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 where I go. Like, there's plenty of things that I do. Oh, I hit mic. That's Italian hands, people. There's been oh, I hit it again. <laughs> um, there's been plenty of times where my like thoughts just go like leave, and I like I don't even know how they even got there, and I have to bring myself back and be like, no, 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 that's not real, Allie. That is not real. That is not going to happen. And even if it does, so what? What's the worst thing that can happen? My biggest fear and where a lot of the anxiety comes from, and this might happen for you guys too, and let me know. My biggest thing that causes anxiety is getting in trouble. I I think this, that, this is some inner child work. Um, and I dove into this. I'm like, why am I so afraid of getting in trouble? Um, and I think it's because when I was young, and I've talked about this before, where my sister was always like the one, you know, the rowdy one, and she made the mistakes. So and she was free to make the mistakes because, oh, that's just Erica. And that's who she is, where I was the second child. And they would always tell me, oh, don't make the mistakes like your sister did. You know, you're the good student. You're the good one. You're the well-behaved one. You're the more responsible one. And so I was always afraid of getting in trouble because that didn't align with the identity that my family gave me as the responsible, smart, hardworking, perfect one, if you will, the, the good one where Erica had, I guess, more of the freedom to just make mistakes because, oh, that's just her. Um, so my anxiety comes from getting in trouble. So like I can do one little thing and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get in so much trouble. Meanwhile, it's like this small, minute thing that no one's probably even going to care about. Like making mistakes causes my anxiety because I'm afraid to get in trouble. That, hello, I'm a perfectionist. You know, I didn't realize I was a perfectionist until I actually went to therapy and my, <laughs> I just thought I had good work ethic. And so my therapist told me, she's like, Allie, you know, based on what you told me, ever think of yourself as a perfectionist? I was like, what? But that's where a lot of my anxiety comes from is making mistakes. So when I make a mistake at work or in relationships, I'm afraid of the worst thing. Like if I make a mistake at work, oh my God, they're going to fire me. If I make a mistake in my relationship, oh my God, he's going to dump me. If I make a mistake with my family, oh, I'm no longer the good one. And so 
I have to bring myself back because worst case scenario, I'm going to live through it. I'm going to figure it out. And that's why I literally tell myself that now, especially when I'm doing the tapping too, like I'll be tapping and I'm like, even if the worst thing happens, I'm always, I'm literally tapping my eyebrow right now. You guys can't see it. Um, but I go, you know, even if the worst case scenario does happen, I'm always going to be safe and I'm always going to figure it out. And that's, that's what gets me through a lot of the times if I feel like anxious, you know, on the train or if I feel anxious, um, like when I'm standing in front of a group of 30 students and I have to regulate myself and regulate my stress and my anxiety because I am the teacher, I'm the facilitator. So I need to make sure that I'm okay to make sure the environment is okay, if you will. Um, so there's been plenty of times where I feel really anxious um, during a lesson, but the kids are doing their work and I'll walk around, you know, I'll monitor their progress. But in my brain, I'm like thinking like, everything's fine. You're going to be okay. You're safe. Like I say this to myself and I will actually <laughs> used to, and I'm going to do other things, but um, I used to tap my fingers together. And so as I was walking, I would tap together my thumb. This is what led me to the, the EFT. Um, I would be tapping my ring finger, my thumb together, like, you know, on the side while I'm walking. I'm just like, everything's fine. Everything's okay. So now maybe when I'm walking, I can maybe tap the top of my head, tap my um, eyebrow, maybe tap my chin, things like that, um, just to help ground myself. And that is really my intention. And if this, if you resonate with this at all, it maybe could be your intention as well. Look more into EFT. I gave a brief <laughs> overview uh, based on what I read in Gabby Bernstein's book, which I love. And maybe, maybe tapping's not for you. That's okay. Maybe you can find another um, self-regulating um, technique that you can find. Um, Gabby goes over a bunch of things in Happy Days, so maybe something else in the book will resonate with you. Just the tapping resonated with me. Um, I liked a lot in her book too. She discusses a lot of affirmations just to kind of like be one with yourself and realign with yourself and the soul that's in you, the energy inside you. And a lot of it is, you know, thank you universe for your guidance. I surrender to the path that I'm guided on. Or if something happens, you know, a big change, maybe that was negative that you weren't expecting. It was like, thank you universe for letting me go through that. And now I can learn, you know, things like that, where just taking time to always thank the universe for showing you the way or giving you the opportunity or having you go through that tough time to see the lesson that you needed to learn. Because at the end of the day, you guys, like I always say, you don't have any control. You can do all the things. Like I said, <laughs> you do all the right things, but life is still going to throw a lot of hard seasons at you. But guess what? You're not going to like it, but you're going to be able to handle it. And as the millennial generation and Gen Z that's behind us and Gen Alpha who's behind them, I think we're coming into a new beautiful age where mental health is at the forefront because what's going on inside is going on outside. And I will not judge the previous generations because they were not taught these things that we are being taught now. 
what you know Maya Angelou always said um you know I'll paraphrase it but once you know better do better here hold on I'm on a MacBook Pro hold on let me get the quote because I love that quote hold on Maya Angelou R.I.P. by the way Angelou quotes she was wonderful such a great icon honestly five famous quotes oh oh wait let's see oh she has so many good quotes i didn't even realize hold on hold on people if you know better okay i think i got the quote okay is this it okay i think i found it ah here it is here's the whole quote see i know i found it google people okay so i love the maya angelou quote this is my tangent do the best you can until you know better then when you know better do better like that's that's the quote to live by here people always we're guys we're always just doing the best we can and that should always be enough always do the best you can with your mental health journey and when you know better do better so that's why i i try my best not to judge my boomer parents <laughs> love them to death um, and, but they were not even, and also I think my grandparents were the traditional generation or the silent generation. I'm not really sure, but I'm not going to, in the mental health department, I am not going to judge them in that department of life because they were not raised and they did not, they were not taught these. They didn't have the tools that we do now. So now us as millennials and then Gen Z and Gen Alpha and whoever comes after that, now that we know better, do better. And always just do the best you can. And so I don't want you guys to think you're not doing well if like you're on the mental health journey and then you have really bad days and you go back to your old habits and things like that. That's fine. I go back to my old habits all the time. As long as you then, you know, realign, take some time for yourself because we can always just do the best you can. That's what I always tell my students too. I tell them, do the best that you can, right? Do Try your best and then we learn from it. I give you feedback and then we learn from the feedback. That's how we grow. That's how you learn. Unfortunately, you know, we in our work sphere and even students when they're at school, their fear of, the fear of failure causes so much stress or not getting a good grade or what have you and just come into this world day by day and do your best and as you're let me I'll be the teacher you never had okay <laughs> and I'm let me validate if you listen listen closely I am so proud of you for everything that you have done you have fought so many battles and you've always been doing the best that you can. And that's all you can do because that's what I'm doing. I'm here with you. And like Maya Angelou said, until you know better, do better. Okay? I messed that up. Hold on. Until you know better, right? And then when you know better, do better. And I always tell my kids that. You're better than that. You can do better. Okay? So... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was, it was kind of structured, but unstructured. It kind of went on a tangent. That's just what happens. 
Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm going to be linking the Gabrielle Bernstein Happy Days book um, in the show notes. So if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify. Keep sending in the DMs if you enjoy it. Uh, tag me in your stories. I would really appreciate it. Share it with a friend that you think who would love it and appreciate it. And enjoy the new year and happy holidays. Spend time with your loved ones. Spend time with yourself. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.